Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Delokun and Zach. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bonsai Beat. This is Delokun along with Zach. He's back. Why am I rhyming? Uh, you can't help it. My name rhymes with back. Yes. So, you can never say I'm leaving because I don't rhyme with leaving or away or any goodbye term. There you go. Awesome. Well, I'm happy you're back. It's been a while as it's been on this podcast forever. Uh, hopefully 2020 will see us record more than six episodes. Maybe, that maybe seven. Ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> I, how, how dare I? Oh, we'll man. have an exciting special one soon, though. Yes. Yes, we will. We will eventually get down to best anime of 2019, our top five, and another special episode to come in seven to nine months. There. No worry. Yeah, right. Are, are you... So we, we don't want to spoil the big special one, but Not we yet. always do the best of 2019, which is... Our top five. The most fun, the most fun one. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I can't really picture my favorite of 2019. Hopefully I've watched five. I, I see that's what's so funny is this year I'm like, yeah, I watched a ton. And you're yeah, like. Yeah, you for sure this year and <laughs> I'm the opposite. Whereas the previous two years before that. You were like, I watched you're... 75 episodes or movies. And... Yeah, and you're like, my top three are. <laughs> yeah, the only three I watched. Yeah, I'll listen. One of them is just like full, some variation of full metal because. That one came out that year, yeah. It it's did. Really easy Actually, that came out ones. already in 2018, dude. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was just trying to remember what's good in 2019. And I'm like, oh, I really like Gabriel Dropout. And then I'm like, wait a minute. That was like early 2018. Like, I was still in Texas. <laughs> Don't you? F- like, it's crazy. Like, I was in Best Buy today. They have an anime section again. I remember on this podcast talking about how Best Buy was getting rid of their anime, and they did. And I actually went to a sale where it was, like, super-ass cheap anime. Like, I got School Rumble, the complete collection, like, collector's edition for, like, 20 bucks. This is in, like, 2009. Ten years later, anime is a hot thing. The kids love anime. And they had a DVD section again today, and I was like, God damn. It's mainly Funimation, but, you know. Well, you've been a fan a lot longer than me. Like, do you see that go in cycles? Like, Not yet, but I mean, I think a lot of things are are cyclical. Like, it's weird because, like, yeah. I've been a longtime wrestling fan. And wrestling, like, blew up in the, in the 80s, and then it blew up again in the late 90s. But since yep. then, it's been kind of like there but it's not it hasn't had another blow up period yeah but like anime i think one of the things is uh it helps that like companies like netflix are you know making very very accessible um you know netflix is making it so 
It's easy to watch. There's Crunchyroll. There's Toonami. I mean, all that sort of stuff. And shut up. Sorry. Um, and uh, you know, it's just like it's kind of weird to see like anime is like, oh, it's a popular thing. It's what the kids like because like it is kind of weird because like when I started watching anime. It was still seen like weird, but now like I'll talk to coworkers like my age, and they'll be like, "Oh man, did you watch the new, uh, uh, you know, hot my show, hero. whatever?" Yeah, it's still mainstream stuff, but yeah, it's well, more. Yeah, but I've got a couple coworkers though who are into like deep stuff too. Like, what's up there in chat? Like, when uh, I was watching, uh, what's the one they call in the shaft? I made in the abyss. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, oh yeah, it's an amazing show, blah blah blah. blah. Like mm. it's just weird, you know. Uh, and yeah. it's kind of cool because like, uh, for the longest time, I never told anyone I liked anime, and now it's like, hey, I can actually tell people like, oh, I like anime. I mean, like I remember, uh, at work, uh, when I was like, oh, in my early twenties, um. I was like, oh, I like anime. And they're like, oh, that hentai pornography thing? That's weird. And that was my boss telling yeah, me that. Yeah, as my mother still says about it, porn and Pokemon. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Misty is pretty hot. Yeah, true. Yes. Yeah, I've had mixed feelings. I, in general, don't discuss it with people. But that's it's not like the anime topic so much as just like, how I would discuss with most people about my hobbies. Yeah. Like, it's not something I share right away, because, I mean, unless, it's like, you think it's a common interest, like, that doesn't come up in most environments, whether it's work or, I don't know, like, casual conversation. No, exactly. And that's the way, that's the way it is with me, too, where it's like, I'm not going to be like, oh, I watched this anime this weekend. Yeah, it was amazing. No, it's, mm-hmm. you, don't, you don't say that. But... Yeah. And regardless um, of how I feel about anime, if someone came up to me and, like, their icebreaker was, like, what anime they like, um, I mean, that would kind of turn me off to talking to them, honestly. Really? Like, I'd, <laughs> I'd still be nice, but I'm always cautious of the, the people who Are you who fair-weathered, or, yeah? I just, the, well, it's not even that we'd have different tastes, where they're just like, I like Attack on Titan, and I'd be like, ew. Um, it's more so, like... To, for them to find that like a social norm and just open that way, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, you get your varying degrees of fandom and and everything. I mean, yeah. I'm always open to talking about stuff, but I always pick and choose. Like, I'm not gonna be like, oh yeah, I watched uh, Steins Gate and uh, I really thought it was really compelling uh, because of this. No, it's like oh, I watched watching this, this, and this. And if they're like, oh yeah, I've seen that show, or Whatever. Then it's like, oh, okay, cool. But uh, yeah. So you are still. I don't know. What do you What do you think? Like, do you think it's gonna die out again, or you think it's here to stay, or what do you What do you think? Yeah, I was thinking about that today. Um, having my coffee, I was thinking in in preparation for the like special one we're gonna do. It involves looking at. Well, I don't, I don't, it seems silly to keep it a secret, but either way, Everyone's I'll be talking it. about shows I've seen all throughout my watching of anime. And that only started in 2011, late 2011, as a freshman in college. 
And like previous to that, I saw Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon growing <laughs> up, but I never really watched it and thought this is anime. It was just like another cartoon that was on, you know? Oh, same. Yeah, so I like, remember. The being... first time I consciously tried to watch anime was in college where my friend said, you should watch Full Metal on Netflix, but they didn't have the last season on Netflix. So then I had to seek it out somewhere else. And then the second show I wanted to watch was Soul Eater, but it wasn't streamed on Netflix at the time. Netflix, this would sound weird to younger people, I guess probably. There's not many super young people that listen, um, but Netflix used to send you discs. That was how they got started, right? It was a rental service. It wasn't yep. a streaming service. So I had to get Soul Eater on discs because they didn't have it streamed. So I got like one disc at a time of the Soul Eater show. <laughs> Um, so that's funny, and that's not even that long. I mean, it's I know long it's ago funny. Now. It's like you think about it, you're like it's been a decade. It's been a decade. Like where the hell did the time go? Right. It's, so it's longer than it feels, but at the same time, like it's never been more available. It's so it's hard to judge like Renaissance of <laughs> anime because you're not going to necessarily see it in physical form, right? Yeah. Like if it's really popular and everyone's watching it on streaming services, like The Office on Netflix. Unless I knew everyone that had Netflix that, like, The Office was watching it on repeat, just from, like, anecdotal evidence, I'd have no idea, right? Because I don't go to a store and see, like, Office shit, like DVDs. Yeah. So it's really hard to judge, like, how popular anime is, because I feel like most of the people that are into it are in the same group as, like, tech-savvy people or even younger people. Oh, definitely. I think it's, like, young people and, like, yeah, like, it's kind of funny. There's a huge crossover of anime fans and wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. And like tech, people in tech in general, like I don't even know if you can call yeah. it nerdy anymore. Like, is liking like there's pro football players and ba- pro basketball players and stuff like who openly be like, yeah, I fucking love anime. Right. Like, Same with like Game of Thrones. In substance, it's like Dungeons and Dragons, but it was like the most mainstream show slash book. <laughs> like, yeah. Same with video games and. So, yeah, there's a big overlap in all these fandoms, and I think they're also the same people that are privy to streaming services, legal or otherwise. So, like, how will you be able to judge the next big boom of people being interested in it? Yeah, no, and I hope it keeps going. I mean, the biggest concern I have is, uh, which I don't think will happen, because, I mean, honestly, uh, if you want to have the service, you can get there's there's different alternatives but like we're not relying on tv anymore like the only place i can know mm-hmm. i can watch anime on tv is saturday nights on toonami like there used to be like the sci-fi channel used to have a block where they aired monster and other shows they aired uh gundam double o um but it's like I, I i don't know i mean there used to be tech tv back in the day in the early 2000s that had anime I before i even got into anime um but yeah, like I I don't know anymore where where else today where you can actually watch TV and watch anime. Um, it just seems like mm-hmm. either you have choices or like Am- like your streaming services. It and- also seems to be the case. There's more and more shows made. Well, I mean that's obvious. It's easy to measure. But what I think is also happening is it has a lot more demand for people like content creators, I guess, like us and like popular YouTubers. Yeah, they kind of curate what people are watching. So not only do you have more shows, it seems to be like everyone's watching the same ten shows anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, just I'm... because like 
when you I'm, have to weed out bad ones if there's 80 shows a season. Yeah, and that's Jesus Christ. Like, I used to remember when I first got into anime, like the new season charts were like, oh, here's 30 new anime, and people were like, oh, I'm watching every one of them. You're and like, oh, you're crazy. Now it's like, oh, here's 90 new anime this season. I'm like, fuck. You get like right. 40, 50 animes a year. Now you get that like more and then some uh, in a season. Yeah, it's, season. it's crazy. Um, but it also yeah. takes some of the wonder out of it because one of the things you like doing is you know getting old DVDs or more obscure shows, and yeah, it's kind of sad that that hasn't happened for a while because YouTubers just tell people what to watch, and also streaming services just don't carry more obscure ones. Yeah, but I I do have to say though, like a lot of this stuff is still coming to physical media, which is good. It's not like mm-hmm. Funimation has gone all streaming or you know uh uh. Sentai, you know, and their crazy ass expensive or Aniplex and their crazy ass expensive box sets. Funimation uh, tried, but yes. Crunchy, uh, I assume that's what they were going for when they partnered with Crunchyroll. No, it was just a it was it. just a, a a licensing deal where they would take like the shows and help license them and distribute them. That's all it was. Funimation has their own streaming. That... Yeah, well, I'm saying like if more people sub to Funimation, I wonder how many people even sub to Funimation. It can't be that many. I, I mean, it must be enough, but yeah, I mean, yeah. they're putting a lot of resources in that Simul dub stuff. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you would think it's paying off because why would you spend the time? It also probably helps that like Toonami picks up a lot of what they do. So, um, yeah. well, I guess other than like server costs, I don't know anything about. Well, IP. you got to get the you got to get the you got to get the video. You got to get the voice acting done. You got to get the yeah. ADR scripts written up because there's translation stuff. Like there's a lot of it right. goes in than just. It, it has to it has to help happen quicker. But the point is, they're doing the same work they'd have to do to release a physical dub. Yes, you're correct, but I think it's on a much. Well, obviously, it's quicker. on a much much quicker yeah. time scale than it used to be. Like, oh, we'll see that show in nine to. Maybe a year and a half. Like, I remember when uh, I was so excited when, uh, you know, Haruhi came out or Puel Madoka Magica came out. But it was, like, mm-hmm. years after, you know. Now it's like, oh, that show just aired last week. Although it was kind of weird. Like, uh, Full Metal Panic, Invisible Victory was the first simul dub. Or at least mm-hmm. I was watching dubbed or whatever uh, from Funimation. And it still took, like, six months for it to show up uh, six to seven months on Blu-ray, which is like, that's kind of weird. You would oh, think wow. it would be a lot quicker. Which reminds me, I some point during this, well, when we talk about what we've been watching, I have to share the dub of Index I was watching because this season has like 100 characters. Oh, jeez. And they really scrape the bottom of the barrel for voice acting talent. The, the Pope is a character in it, and wait until you hear how he sounds. Oh, man. <laughs> It's absurd. Yeah, what do, what do you guys think? I mean, uh, I think we're in a new renaissance of anime as far as, like, being socially accepted. And, uh, you know, I, I read a thing where it said, like, the average anime fan is, like, a fan for two to five years, if that. Mm. And I wonder what the average anime fan length is now because it's like you could get recommended all this stuff. And you could be like, oh, this is amazing. But then you're going to watch all that stuff. And then you're left with, like, having to figure out, like, season to season or, or you know, it's people who are very particular about, I only watch dubs or I only watch subs or I only watch this type of anime, you know. 
So I don't yeah, know. and I guess they have the luxury of being picky with how many shows are made, but yeah, and it's what was I gonna say? I'm getting too old. I forgot. Oh man, <laughs> I'm almost twenty-seven. <sighs> um, oh, I was gonna say the 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 average lifespan of an anime fan. So my comment on that is like before I even started watching anime, like in high school, I'd see those those weirdo nerds. As I labeled them at the time, um, carry around their manga from class to class, and it's like there was. So were they reading the... it like an anime? They were just like, mm, "Let me push my my glasses up with my uh, middle finger and read my little book." <laughs> they probably were, but and then they come in thought... and they slam it shut. We're like, "Hold on, what can I?" It, do it just you? it just seemed weird because I'm as someone who just I mean I knew what they were so they're easily digestible but like why yeah. did they have to carry around stacks of them like they weren't reading them that fast surely they could just bring like two <laughs> some, True. So, some people had like 10 a day and I'm oh, like dang. Can you read yeah, can you actually read all those in a day and some you... of them did because I mean what? they're picture books are you learning pic- anything? I mean manga is pretty quick that is true <laughs> no they weren't learning anything like most people in high school um yeah, but just the the point is those people could have stopped being an anime fan years ago. Oh, definitely. And here I am having that view about them and been nine years. I've often said that I would probably fall out of anime uh, if I didn't have the podcast. Because there was a point there where I was barely watching anything and nothing seemed interesting. And yet I know there's a lot of good stuff. But it's one mm-hmm. of those things where just like, I had watched so much in my early fandom and just throughout the years where I was, I mean, I go back and look at my, uh, 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 my list of like what I watched year to year and I was watching 15 to 20 shows a year at some points Mm -hmm. like, God damn, you know, and not all of it's good. And that's the hard part where, you know, we still see it where things don't get endings or stuff is kind of like, well, left in, you know, everything's kind of left in thin air because maybe we might get another season. Um, you right. Know. But no, I would love to hear anybody else's opinion, though. I think we've been on this subject a little long, though. Let's get into uh, what have we been watching? Yeah, I mean, it's a good segue because I just haven't felt the need, or it's not a need, because, I mean, it's a hobby, but <laughs> the want to really watch anime. And to your point earlier, like when I was really into it early on, I would watch bad stuff, but still, even watching bad things was enjoyable. Yeah. And now it's like I only watch good shows, basically, I I should say. I mean, it's subjective, but the point is the shows I'm spending time to watch now I really like. And it's still just not as fun. So, I mean, it's it's not the show's fault. It's like your hobbies go in waves, and that's natural. But I imagine for a lot of people, like if they stop watching anime... There's no reason to go back. Also, one thing with anime, or at least I think, is it's hard to... Even though tons of people make like YouTube videos on the best shows of each season, I don't really want to ever research what good shows I missed Like from a year I didn't watch anime. I'm the same way. Either I'll find it, or you know, recommend it to me by like you. Otherwise, right, like I'm a real like... person has to recommend it to me. I, I hate just like, oh, I missed something in 2006 i bet when i wasn't an anime fan what should i watch that just doesn't interest me i'll I'll be fair though one of the shows i watched last season is because mother's basement was like this show is hilarious go check it out and i'm like that sounds kind of fun and sure as shit i watched it all 
you know, as it was airing. Like I, I fucking marathoned it all the way up to the last season, uh, last episode. And, mm-hmm. you know, I really enjoyed the show. And, but that was like the first time I've actually been like, oh, that sounds cool. I'm going to go watch it. Because usually I'll be like, I want to watch what I want to watch when I want to watch it. Uh, I don't give a shit about. I know a lot of people are like, oh, man, I'm going to watch every Studio Trigger show. Or I love director XYZ. I love, you know, uh, Shiro Watanabe. I'm going to watch everything mm-hmm. Watanabe made. Uh, I, I don't give a shit. Like, it's, it's it's great when I hear, like, oh, the guy who made Cowboy Bebop and Kids on a Slope and Carol on Tuesday and a bazillion other shows I really enjoy. Madoka Magica. Uh, okay, cool. Check it out. But it's not like I'm going to be like, oh, if he made it, I'm going to watch it. Because the search matter might not be interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm missing out. Yeah, I mean, that's why it's all subjective, because I'm sure you're missing out on shows that are good, but if it, if your hobby causes you stress to find those shows and have to watch them, then it's not worth it. Man, it's not the stress. It's more or less like, do I have time? That's the thing. Like, I don't watch a sh- I watch anime to have fun. It's not a job, and I'm not going to, mm-hmm. I'm not going to, you know, fuck up my career or my family or my, my life because I want to watch some anime. No, fuck that. Boomer problems. True. Yeah. All right. So, I have been watching the uh, two shows from this season. I haven't really checked out anything else. I was going to probably go look and see what the the good things to watch are or maybe go back and watch Dr. Stone or something like that. Um, I'm watching ID Invaded. I talked about this on the last episode, but... Um, I haven't I haven't watched much of season episode three because it really started off badly with just this information dump and just the way the characters were talking was like so fucking unnatural. Hmm. Like, oh, you mean that thing that we talked about? Oh yeah, that thing was it works like this and ba 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 and this and this and this and it's like fuck, shut up. You know, it's just like, if you have a relationship with me, and whatever. Like, you're not going to sit there and, like, repeat things or, like, oh, did you say this? Oh, yes, I said that. And this is why I said that. And this is how this works. And blah, 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 blah. Like, uh, I don't know. I, it's put me off. I got to watch episodes three and four um, of the It Invaded. It seemed interesting, but... I don't know, like after the third, was the third or fourth? Yeah, I mean, the second episode ended on a really cliffhanger note, but, mm. or a, uh, not a cliffhanger, but a crazy, I don't know, it's it's, 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 it's interesting, but it's still kind of like, I don't know, it's, I, I, I don't know, it's, it's okay. Basically, it's about this guy who... Uh, used to it was like a murderer or something and they can go into these things called idwells using this kind of like it feels a lot like um uh psychopaths mm-hmm. but they go into people's like subconscious or something and they like have to figure out murders or crimes they've done so like it's just kind of weird but you have to be like a murderer to 
to do this and I don't know it's I gotta keep watching it and then uh, I'm watching the Magica Records uh, that's the uh, that's the Puella Magica spinoff show and mm-hmm. uh, man it is so much fun hearing the music because that was one of the best parts of Madoka was the really just atmospheric music with the bells and and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody... The thematic music, too. Yeah. Each character has, like, different theme. Yeah. Um, the blue-haired girl have, like, a bunch of violin, I remember. Yeah. Oh, what a <laughs> symbolic show. I hope it's jam-packed with philosophy like the other ones. I love that show. <laughs> if it is, it's going right over my head, but I don't think it is. Most this of is, it is pretty subtle. This one's kind of weird where the main character doesn't remember why she became a magic girl. And then she remembered, but the reason why she became a magic girl doesn't seem to exist. So she thinks that she has mm. a sister that had some kind of incurable disease. And Cube, and she asked Cube to cure her disease and she become a magical girl. And uh, they are trying to track down her sister, who doesn't seem to exist. <laughs> what? Yeah, he's like, uh, she's cured. She no longer exists. And the disease doesn't exist. Uh, yeah, we don't know. But that's the funny thing. Kyubei doesn't even remember. Kyubei huh. was like, I don't even know why I gave you magical powers. So, it's interesting but weird. Like... In the third episode, she met this group of girls in another town, and all they do is like they had this big fight, and uh, there's this now this like story about like you can break up friendships if you write their name on a fifth and sixth step or something like that of like some staircase, and then like a chain monster comes and gets you, and that's what Dude. happened. Yeah, so now they're fighting some kind of chain monster. Hmm. Yeah, it's Dude, it's I again. They have any of the original characters in it? Not yet. Or if they have, I just haven't noticed. But I, I don't think so. It, this anime is based on like a video, like a mobile game. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Yeah. So I've also been watching. Uh, I haven't really. I gotta pick it back up. I've been watching Nobody's Boy Remy, and. Uh, I can only watch that show in maybe three or four episode chunks because fuck that anime is sad. Um, and it's 51 episodes, so it's like I'm up to like episode 17 or 18. Um, yeah, 17. I take it this one isn't airing currently. I, under that. 1977. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Right. It's the oldest anime I've ever watched, actually. <laughs> That's um, forty three years old. Yeah, it's it's old. Uh it's it's really it's not as depressing anymore. We're now finally in a decent arc, and now I'm kind of curious where they're gonna go. But uh, I'm gonna keep watching it because I'm really excited to review it. It's it's definitely something different, and uh, yeah, a lot of plots and a lot of themes, and all kinds of stuff. Hmm. So. I scroll down to movies coming out. Is, there's going to be a Maiden Abyss movie, a Goblin Slayer movie. I think the Maiden Abyss movie. one, though, I think isn't that just a recap? 
So we get it ready says, for Dawn for... of the Deep Soul continues the epic adventure. Uh, together they descend into the fifth layer of Adonichi. See oh. if is. That should be new. Okay. Huh. Um, four days Goblin Slayer movie. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Well, what about Index, you were telling me? Oh, yeah. So the only show I've been watching... Um, there's not really any that are airing that really appeal to me other than Madoka Magica and then season three of Railgun, which is the spinoff of the Index Universe. So I had to finish season three of Index, which I mentioned before on the podcast that I had to have someone explain to me what's even going on because like World War Three is happening and there's just way too many characters. <clears throat> well, I'm watching it dubbed because in general I like the dub, but this one has like 50 new characters. So a lot of the people in Funimation shows are just are very bad. Um, probably objectively, I don't know what to say. Like they just read their lines really flat, or they just do it all one tone with no inflection. It's just really absurd. Wow. Um, it's really falling apart. A hundred characters is truly Funimation's limit. They don't have enough people employed. Well, that's so. in general because it's like. I can yeah, name a boatload of shows that are like, hey, you're that character, that character, that character, that character. Well, they have a different one. So I guess ambitious for like picking different characters for every role. But the downside is some of them are Garbo. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so I'm going to share The Pope. And it is absurd. All right. Well. Authority is no longer what they need. If we want to put a stop to this war, it will take much more than just my words. Nonetheless, you have stood for. Oh wow, that is awful. He's like monotone, yeah. and even the woman, the girl <laughs> talking, is like. Nevertheless, yeah, the girl's, I would say like the girl is just barely passable in in acting. Like good enough, whatever. She's a minor character. Oh, okay. but the Pope character, who is the guy speaking, he's. Like one of the three factions' leaders, yeah, because they're having some sort of religious magic war. So obviously the Pope is involved. Okay, uh, the show is absurd and hard to follow, and even my friend explaining to it didn't really make it make any sense. Even um, being dubbed, it's hard to follow. Oh yeah. Oh wow. It's I mean, because who the fuck can write a story with a hundred characters? No and, shit. Like, like not even War and Peace achieved that. Yeah, it's it's way too ambitious. <laughs> So, it's just too ambitious of a, not even of a story, just too many damn characters. So, yeah, Funimation is really scraping the bottom of the barrel. I don't know, I don't know the name, I didn't look up the guy, but he I just heard it and I just started laughing just watching the episode. Because <laughs> I'm like, who's this old-ass Microsoft Sam voice guy? Like, I, I had to listen to it twice. I was convinced at first that it was just like a, a program speaking. It wasn't even a real person, but you can tell it's a real person if you listen to it enough, but... Man, it's bad. And, like, that's just a normal scene. Later, I, I didn't know at the time, but at the end of the show, he has, like a, a, like, a charismatic speech before, like, the final battle. And it's supposed <laughs> to be, it's supposed to be, like, fairly hype. And he still sounds the same. Oh, no. <laughs> and it, it's not supposed to be that monotone. And it's not even monotone. It's, like, gravelly, but without any depth to it. It's, it's just a terrible voice. No, no person should not be in voice acting even <laughs> if he does sound somewhat old he just ugh. oh man ugh. 
Yeah, so ridiculous. But so I should, probably should have watched it subbed, but I didn't want to expend the additional effort trying to decipher the story. So I just and the fucking it. many voices. Yeah. Yeah, I I hear you. So, I, I is this wanting you to be done with Index or at least Rail? Like, would you stick with the main story? Like, no, the main story is terrible. But oh, so everything, everything's story. wrecked. Everything's wrecked. No, not everything, because like the Railgun story takes place obviously in the same universe, but yeah. like in a much more condensed timeline. So currently, even in season three of Railgun. We're not to the point where like World War Three is happening. Well, isn't isn't Railgun the the main story, and then Index was like a no. side story? No, Index is the main one. Oh. Railgun, she's just a character from it, and so her story's small, smaller. They also have a, another spinoff now for the Accelerator character, which was like the main villain, but now he's a good guy. No, he's good, and that one's better too than like the original. The original huh. one, yeah. They're all light novels to begin with, and there's like twenty of them, so it's it's fairly like I don't know how many pages in actual books that would be, but a lot because twenty light novels is a good amount. Yeah, um, even if they're like 150 pages or 100 pages, it's still a lot of content. But according to the person who's actually read them that I talked to, like the story is just it really falls apart. It's just far too ambitious for one for what it is because i'm just in it for the, the battles God, i couldn't even imagine reading the manga when you have to like keep that many characters straight like you have to especially pay attention to what they look like and what like, uh, how 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 mm-hmm. how can you have that many characters like anything above 10 it just seems excessive yeah, it's it's basically every character that's ever been in it, and then like two or like twenty new ones are in this season. And considering previously, there's like between all the spinoffs and main series, there's like ninety episodes to have every character in your like season of twelve episodes is absurd. Dang. Um, yeah, it's just it's way too many. It's like if in One Piece for their nine hundred episodes, instead of having all like the bad pirates of join. Uh, Luffy like each episode they instead had them all come back at once for the last 10 episodes after not being in it for 850 (laughs) that's basically what it feels like and like these characters were in it for 5 minutes you know like in season 2 because sometimes I have to look up the character and they're like oh remember when this person did this I'm like I would but the way the story's (laughs) written is they have no time to allude to that or make it significant so they might as well be new characters gotcha yeah not a fan. I I doubt it's the case that someone's actually read the novels that's listening. Because, I mean, what an ambitious task of not a very well-written story. Okay. But if they have, I, I want someone to prove me wrong and somehow explain to me why my index is a story that's allowed to have 100 characters. It shouldn't be. <laughs> no kidding. All right, let's get into DVD picks. That being said, I'm excited to watch more Railgun. There you go. <laughs> Sticks to like f- four main characters, so I'm good. There you go, good. But I, I was well, very glad it's not rude for that. you. Yeah, I was eager to share that small clip because I just that was hilarious. He's what an absurd voice. Kidding, <laughs> good grief. Because most of them are just sort of like, eh, they're like really normal. Yeah, like it'd be like if you hired someone to like B-roll talk in the back of your video game as like a minor character. Like if I was hired, 
I'm no voice acting talent, but my voice is different than the other ones, and it's fairly normal. But that guy is absurd. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's do DVDs. All right. What do we got? Oh, does your new system just add everything post? Yeah, it doesn't uh, It doesn't play anything through the speaker like it used to. It's not a Bummer. mixer. It's just an interface. Which I heard roughly like a third of the time, but still, I miss it. <laughs> uh, all right. We have Zoku Awari Monogatari. Um, okay. I assume it's part of the Monogatari season or like series. You know, what I, you know what I realized today, too? I was thinking like, oh, man, we're going to podcast and stuff. Mm-hmm. More and more of these DVDs. I'm like, I used to be like, oh, that show, oh, that show, oh, that show. Now it's like, I I don't, I, I know one episode, I know one shot of like 10. Yeah, and like, <laughs> we watch, we watch a little less, but it's not only that reason. Well, like you said, there's, there's 50 years more in general. Do. Yeah, exactly. I just thought it was funny. It's just like, man. Mm-hmm. Also, a lot of the companies who like, subsisted on dubbing and or re uh, re-releasing old stuff seem to have went out of business because that's not very profitable no so now, we, so now i feel like we get a lot of new stuff only ah uh, true there's still a lot of releases though anyway continue on sorry we got boogie pop and others so yeah. that's a new season of an old show called boogie pop phantom i think okay I believe you. Yeah. Do you know this one? Sayuki Reload Blast. So that's another really old show. And I think Uh it was either a new one or I think it's maybe just a, I don't know. I know of Sayuki Reload. That's an older show too. Interesting. Yeah, even Reload, it says with 2001 and that's not even the original. All right. Apparently it's. Okay. It's a sequel to something. Oh. Um, Sugumono. Mo, no, wait. Sugumomo. No idea. What is that? No idea. Oh. Let's see. I, I gotta look it up. Sugumomo. It is a Japanese manga series started in 2007. Ooh. Um, let's see. Riveting a normal high school audio. student treasures a gift his mother gave to him. Aww. One day he finds out the true power of his gift and is drawn into a whole new world with a harem of beautiful women. Holy shit! <laughs> Thanks, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> this is the power to get you laid. I want a grandchild. Yeah. This is the power to have children. Uh, and then IMDB, because that was the first link I saw, says shows like it. Uh... Keijo, Hip Whip Girl, um, Commonplace for the Strongest, Absolute Duo, Bastard Magical Instructor, which I actually liked. Interesting, I don't know. I was waiting for like any isekai. Sword Art. Yeah. Shows like it, Sword Art. We got Concrete Revolutio. It doesn't have an N. Is it about a show about making concrete and like pavement? <laughs> 
I hope so. I want asphalt or a revolution, anime. or like a communist revolution with concrete. Oh, there you go. We're gonna harden our enemies, <laughs> encase them in concrete. Um, yeah, I have no idea. It's from two thousand and five. Definitely didn't hear about it. It's a action, demon, drama, fantasy, mystery, sci-fi, superpower, supernatural thriller show. All right, all the things. It's everything. Yes. I mean... Sounds kind of... I don't know. Could be good. Doesn't look, doesn't look terrible. Uh, I can't distill the... It's all good. Move on. SSS Gridman. Yeah! About time that comes you watch, out. You watch that. Yeah. I watch that. I need those thick thighs. <laughs> okay. Uh, we got Sue Rune. It's a Rune, probably. No idea. Sentai has it. Let, let's find out. We gotta find out. 2018. Ooh, it's new. So, yeah. It's like, just, just two years ago. Only. It is a show about boys shooting bows. The animation is actually really nice. It's really oh. pretty. But it reminds me of Free. It's handsome men in archery Doing club things. as opposed, are as they, opposed to swing club. Are they shirtless? Uh, well, they have like the open, the open like, garb for archers. <laughs> yeah. So they have like the normal archer garb, but it's like very low cut in the middle. Um, yeah. I mean, there's plenty of shows with girls doing stuff, so why not? No, exactly. They need their uh, fix too. Go for it. Yeah. Equal opportunity, guys have, man. Guys have different problems or at least they deal with them differently i'll, I'll watch an all guys drama why okay not? the real question is do they have nipples it's not it's not a hard yeah. uh fangirl stuff unless they don't have unless they have nipples otherwise they're like ken dolls uh i mean there's only like one guy with his shirt open and then there's there's no nipples he's clothed where his nipples would be oh okay Asking the real questions here. You just kind of see a deep V with his pecs. There you go. God damn it. All these high school kids all ripped and shit. Yeah. I mean, they all look six feet tall and very muscular. I am not 26. I am only I mean... 14. <laughs> yeah, and they're they're shooting longbows. So, I mean, potentially you have like a hundred pound pull on it. So you got to be pretty big. Dang. Which is why I think it's always funny when they show like the girls archery in anime. It's like... I don't know a ton about archery, but I've, I've shot longbow before, and depending on like the bow and the string, it can get really hard to pull, and they make it look really easy, so I don't know. <laughs> they don't have any help with like pulleys and stuff, so I'm surprised. Huh. Maybe just Japanese girls are ripped as fuck if they yes. do archery. I will, uh... Because the only one I shot was like 90 pounds, and I could barely pull it back. I'll let you know. I'll, I'll ask. On the yeah. main streets of Tokyo, I'll, I'll ask. Hey, you are you do archery? Can you break my arm in half? Yes. Yeah, are you are you secretly ripped under your skirt? Like if you take under your school, your if you if you, if you if you if you take your school uniform off, like you just like bulging muscle everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's the workout. Anime exactly. Show. The exactly. guy rips his tracksuit and he's just huge. That's that's what all the girls in archery club in Japan are like. Yeah, they're all delicate because it's like a traditionalist like practice and stuff, and then. When it's time to get serious, they just get huge. Yeah, rip off the, their rip off their garb and go ham on the bow. There you go. <laughs> Could be. Speaking of that, speaking of huge men, 
JoJo's Bizarre Adventure set five. Hell yes. Medium. Um, I I mean I don't think I talked about it just because I don't really want to talk about it anymore JoJo. You're out of you done um, with it? Has it worn out its welcome? No, I mean I still enjoy watching it. It's just like what is there to talk about? Ever since season two, where they go to like stand powers. It's basically just the same. It's just one big shonen. It's just gotcha. Guys, guys fight with stand powers until someone wins, <laughs> and it's usually the good guy, but barely. Which has happened this season too. Gotcha. The only part I didn't like about the new season is like the villain is really lame. <clears throat> he, he's he's cool in that he has like a split personality. Hmm. Um, and it also works for like stand powers. So like one side of his personality is really timid. And his stand just like predicts the future to keep him out of harm's way. And then, because every bad guy in the JoJo universe can stop time, yep. the other personality can stop time. And he actually like is the gang boss of Italy. And he goes around killing people to cement his power. Um, yeah, so he's like a cool villain conception because they have a hard time figuring out who he is because uh the evil the main evil personality is aware that he has a split personality and the other one isn't so he uses it to like hide and be like benign because no one suspects his like his, his wimpy self who doesn't know about all the crime activity so that's kind of a cool conception for a villain this is his split personality prevents stand users from being able to identify his evil stand and normal people from knowing it's him hmm but then they have like the last fight, and it's just really lame. So I was kind of disappointed. But I'll watch the next season because why not? Yep. It is getting more bizarre. As seasons go on, the bizarre adventure title is more fitting. Things are getting weirder. Huh. And then we have AD Police Protect and Serve. That's old as dirt. Uh, Beyblade Burst Turbo. Sure. Eventually, you're going to run out of, like, adjectives and yes. adverbs to add on, like, the end of Beyblade to make a new season. No, they'll just make, like, ultra, extreme, radical, tubular. Radical, yeah. I like totally Beyblade tubular. tubular. Yes. And it all happens at a beach. Yes. The Beyblades can, like, stir up waves for surfers. There you go. <laughs> there, I mentioned a new season. They're, they're good for another year. Oh. Kaguya Sama, Love is War. Which I still never finished. I still have yet to finish fun. that either. It's just not a show that like makes you want to finish it. All the episodes are standalone. Yeah. And I, I wasn't disappointed. They were funny, like everyone seems to think. I agreed. But but yeah, it's hard to be hooked into it. Mm-hmm. Um Show by Rock, which actually the third season is airing. Dang. I don't follow it, but do this I. is seasons one and two on Blu-ray, and the third one's out right now if you're nice. into it. Uh, Hunter x Hunter set seven Blu-ray. All right, Hunter Hunter. Yeah, which is, you know, very not very old, but old. It's old, at least in, in yeah, in my history of watching anime. So I guess they're re-releasing it. But I support anything Viz Media does. Yeah, After oh, how Hunter well Hunter is on also it. on Toonami. Okay, yeah. So they redid it. After... A... How good the dub for Excel World was. When am I getting more Excel World? I know, I damn it. We were all hyped for it. It's been like eight it's years. Same, yeah, it's the same author as uh, Sword Art, yet I have to watch like 20 Sword Art seasons for every one season I get of a good show. Come on, wow. write more of your good show. <laughs> Slacker, stop writing your garbage show. 
Excel World is actually good, and the dub from Viz Media was very good. So yes, I want more. <sighs> All right. Anything else? Speaking of, yeah. Now let's get to this. <laughs> All right. Speaking uh, of so art garbage, the, the downside of recording every four months is all I get to talk about is sword art because one yes. comes out every four months. I, I feel like the past ten, two years of recording, I've only talked about sword art. Yes. So we watched sword art online, Alicization, War of the Underworld. So, which I assume is just season two. Of, pretty much, of yeah. Other alicization. Exactly. They don't really say season two, but it's no, it a is. Yeah, it's definitely a continuation. So, if you remember, they had that big fight, and UGO killed himself. Spoilers. And oh no! So, my un, my very obscure niche anime. You spoiled it. Yeah, I know. How terrible. So, <laughs> uh, UGO's dead, and. This is the first season where Kirito, ah, hallelujah, Kirito is an irreversible coma. But even in a coma, <laughs> he is overpowered because he can yeah. fight the coma. But he's in a coma. He's a vegetable, except when he wants his swords because he's a little bitch. He's a little uh, baby and holds his sword when he goes to sleep. Yes. Ah. Uh, it's depressing because it one, is. he's in a coma, so good. He's not as yes. important. But the downside is the only thing that was keeping Kirito and Sword Art in check and making the story enjoyable was Yujio. Having another male character is the only thing I thought that made Sword Art good. So I loved, not loved, I really enjoyed this season because... Really? Okay. Even without Yujio, who I yeah, thought made no, the first season. Yeah, no, I guarantee, I, I, I agree with you. Yujio was good. But mm-hmm. we got to see Alice become a ass kicker we got to get other people involved we got more backstory although was it episode 10 where asuna shows up and they spend the mm-hmm. night like talking about kirito and they're like oh he's rebuilt his harem yes in coma. yes yeah i'm like fuck this is what's wrong with sword art shut up <laughs> And they're like, we're bonding over Kirito. Like, no, fuck off. Uh, uh, but no, I really enjoyed this season. Everything made sense. Um, I thought the, I thought the bad guy characters, although it was kind of fucking retarded. Ah, we really regulate this shit. Ah, let's just leave some random high-level user accounts accessible on any computer. And let's just have a couple of those machines just laying around to jump into the world. Why the fuck not? Yeah. But yet they've been in the same room like the entire time. We haven't seen any other parts of the ship. As far as we know, another room didn't even exist until they were attacked. Yeah. So apparently we're assholes again. And we're like <laughs> fighting them. Because the government yeah, like... like how- Every American character that joins, they're like, they're all blonde and blue-eyed PvP guys. And you're like, well, I mean, I imagine there's some normal players. I mean, I guess the pretense is they don't know it's a game. But even that, like, falls flat is like a dramatic scene, I thought. Oh, yeah. Like, when they were in GGO. And I was like, really? Calm the fuck. Calm your tits. Wait, where he chokes the... Oh, I see. The... Well, we I first we first part. meet them. We first meet the bad guys in GGO because they were like super hardcore about it, 
and then like we find out like oh they're really in the army or whatever yeah i didn't even know i didn't even remember were they actually in the older season I've, I've no 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 but they were they were they cut okay. to them so in this season they're like writing it in that they were in it well no they actually show them in like gun and gun gale online um right they and, show them in this season but like yeah. were they in the original gun i gale? don't think so i, I mean maybe but i doubt it yeah, I don't think they have the foresight to write it that. Yeah. The writer cannot write. He did not include them. Well, at the here, end of it. the day, these are pretty much nameless. I mean, they're named, but I mean, like, whoop-de-doo. Yeah. I mean, they just have another rapist villain. I mean, why does every villain have to be a rapist I in don't the know. universe? Wait. What's this man's... Oh, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. Fuck. Well, no, he wasn't a rapist. He was a murderer. He um, liked choking him. Yeah, I mean... It... He like gets off choking people. Well, uh, the, the like two times he choked someone was like in a bed. Uh, in Gun Gal, he like choked. Oh, that's right. I remember her yeah. name and like and like licked her and is like, "You taste good." <laughs> and, like his his Japanese American voice. <laughs> and you're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> no. Yeah. No. I mean, he's yeah more serial killer than rapist, but every villain in the show is like rapey vibes. Why can't they just want to like? you know, get the technology because they like war. Why do they have to be some sort of fucking raper? <laughs> because that's the only character trait that the author knows. You're either a fucking chick it's magnet a... or a yeah. rapist. I'm starting to believe this author does not interact with women. Just, he writes sword art all day and doesn't actually know if, if, if a woman is a real gender. He, he writes them so weird. I mean, well, so yeah. speaking of that, what do you think of Alice and her... You know, her building of her character over this over this season. Because she became the new focal point. Yeah, no, I, I think she... It was good, I guess. I'll give him credit for that. But she caved way too easily. I agree. I, I That, and I disagree. Like, I think the whole thing of, like, I gotta protect... I gotta protect Kirito. I gotta protect Kirito. Like, I don't know. Like, I liked it, but it was like... Again... It's like the motivations, like, it's not there to be like, ah, I want to save my people. Oh, no, it's also for Kirito. Like, you can't just be like, ah, I want to save my people because I, I, you know, I see what happened and blah, 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 blah. Uh, Also, like, Yuzio was a bigger part of her life. Yeah. Like, never does she mention, like, I'm doing it for Kirito. And, you know, the guy who died defending the, the world. Yeah, <laughs> she never mentions him, and you're like, well, that doesn't really make sense. No, yeah, he's dead now. No one cares. Um, yeah, I just... So, yeah. I guess they built her up to be strong and independent, but yeah, it's because all of his motivations revolve around Kirito for anything he writes, it kind of diminished how I felt about her, like, stronger, independent character. So... Also, if it was as for Kirito as she says it is in every scene... Why did she so, like, quickly cave to, like, let Asuna replace her? <laughs> eh, yeah, I don't know. She should have put up more of a fight. They were, like, ready to fight, but they should have followed through with fighting. I if guess. your whole life was defined for, like, two years for taking care of this person, then why would you believe someone that says they came from the world and is like, I know Kirito, too? Yeah. I would be suspicious. <laughs> well, they were at first, but yeah, I hear you. So, yeah. what did you think about, like... We got to learn a lot about the enemies. Not that it's the American bad guys, but, like, all the other dark mm-hmm. factions. What did you think about that? Like, uh, the, the that one was that, cool. They were, I like it. 
The one that I resonates like with me the... is the jou- the jousters or whatever. The guy who punch you. Yeah, the pugilist. The pugilist. Thank you. It's just another name for monk. Diablo oh. two uses it as a class. Oh. Um. Yeah. So the pugilist. They fight with their fists and hands and. Uh, yeah, that was really cool. That was probably the strong point of the season because it shows that the dark faction are, you know, worth saving too because eventually they can make decisions for themselves, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just good. weird, though, it, like... And also the girl and, like, the general that tried to defy the evil American emperor man. Yes. <laughs> um, well, so what do you think about that stuff? So, so essentially... The, the the turtle or whatever the fuck they call themselves gets attacked by the U.S. Army of like four people because apparently that's all we have, <laughs> yeah. and they end up in this locked room where the like Asuna the and the the the, the guys controlling the world. It's so weird. They're locked in their room now. Yeah. The Japanese guy who I was never convinced is actually a good guy. He seems yeah, he seems he's, like a he's done plenty agent. of evil things, and people just like agree. Just go along with it. Asuna should be against helping him at all. I mean, he he just screams that so, he's in, am I, in line with the original villain. Am I misunderstanding this? Like, these guys have admin rights to the game or the world. Can't they just undo shit and, like, like reset stuff? Like... Yeah, you would think. Like, it's a game. Like, it's, it's a computer program at the end of the day. Like... But they're like, oh, no, we got to let it play out, like, in real life. And then, like, they figure out, like, these American guys, the army guys, put themselves in the game. And I don't understand, like, the characters in the game are like, oh, well, this character just randomly showed up for the first time in forever. We should listen to him. Like, I don't get it. Like... Did these did these characters exist in their world? But then, like, they're being controlled by. by the first one makes human? no sense. They should just be able to change the game. But the second one, they did explain. Uh, in like the first or second episode, they said that they had like a prophecy that the emperor occasionally shows up, and is like reborn. Okay. I don't remember. Okay, this is my problem not remembering yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah, they were like willing to believe that he gets born into the world, and then they go fight people every once in a while. Okay. Well, at least they explained it. Because like, at the end of the yeah. day, I'm just like, they, all they really want, like, at the end of the day, like, everybody wants Alice's Flucklight. And it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. like, the super, like, the super smart AI, like, for war? She's just supposed to be a real person? I, I guess. I, which I, is bizarre. Because they, they, the premise of this show, which is weird, because this is not generally the premise in most sci-fi shows, is that an AI is not capable of killing people unless it can feel emotion and consciously choose to kill them. That's what they explained last season. Mm-hmm. Whereas normally in most sci-fi shows, they're like, because they don't empathize with humans, they kill people. Yeah. But in this one, they're afraid if they make a machine that doesn't isn't emotional, that the machine will just decide it's not really worth killing them. Like it's not efficient. Yeah. And it just won't do it. <laughs> huh. Which is weird. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's the case, but we, I mean, if that's the case they want to write, it's sci-fi either way. So I guess I, I can go along with that. So the reason they want it is because she's like conscious and able to make a decision to kill people, I guess. Gotcha. Which I guess can be evil. They haven't really explained how it can be good. So I'm surprised why they want to save her at all. Other than if she's as good as a person at 
killing people, then she's a person. Therefore, she deserves to live. They don't really explain that. They don't really go into the philosophy of why they want to save her, other than Kirito thinks she's a person and they want to save her. Yeah. And putting her in a cube doesn't really save her, as, as far as I can tell. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, man, the heating costs like for the cooling costs must be crazy. And it's very she inefficient. She doesn't get deleted, but, like, does she get to live a normal life being trapped no, in a No, she's going to be the like the... World? What the fuck's that girl's name? The fucking little fairy child. Oh, yeah, Yui? Yui, yeah. Who's in, who's important to this season by rallying all of Kirito's friends by calling them? Uh, kind of... Yeah, that was, that was stupid. Um, I have a call from this computer child. I gotta go. I gotta leave school. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're just like, oh, okay, bye. Yep. So, what did you think of, like, all the characters having these different, like, uh, like, super attacks? Um... It was fine. I think it's funny, like... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not... Alice was just... like, oh, let me just do this big-ass long way of light and, like, murder everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, they're supposed to all be more powerful because now they're more human or something. And they're no longer fighting for, like, the, the Pontifax leader. They're fighting for themselves. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the, the writing behind it. Yeah. But as far as their abilities, I mean... But now they, they could have gave they could have gave him abilities for any reason. Some of the fights were cool. I like, yeah, I like the girl like in the armor with the purple hair. Oh yeah, sure, that's cool. She has a string. Yeah, I think it was just lazy because I didn't want to edit anything. They're like, "Fuck it, she has a fucking uh, piano wire. We don't have to edit anything. We can just edit the thing falling off." Right. <laughs> also, and then also like. To animate nothing. The glitches in the show to make the enemies more powerful are kind of silly, but I guess it's fine. So Where, like, now, to, like shoot him with the laser, and then he gets all mad and like crushes one of her girl helpers with his hammer. <laughs> <laughs> and that part's kind of cool. Some of the animation is cool, I guess. Yeah. So we're at the point now where it's another. It's another. They're going for a third season, essentially third arc of this. And now they're all like joining forces to be like, oh, we gotta defeat the 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 the, the main American soldier guy, your your god or whatever the that leader who shows up every now and then. Mm-hmm. And he should be really good at fighting, both in like combat experience because they showed him in Gun Gal because he's some sort of psycho rapist serial killer <laughs> and also because he's the most powerful character Yep, it's it's kind of lame that Asuna just used like a fissure to swallow the other guy yeah but but this guy should be strong and again like you have admin rights couldn't you just like pause the game and like take Alice with you the evil guys put it like in real time which is weird decision that only hurts themselves because they said themselves they only have 10 real-time hours before like a boat gets there <laughs> it's it's really bizarre the, the villains do not do anything that's useful to them they just like stumble upon poorly kept security and they're like somehow figuring it out yeah that's a weird thing it's like so Kirito's gonna wake up eventually how does he wake up or when does he wake up yeah, you think Asuna would have been able to wake him up? Like, here's my team. Or, you know, a- Alice being taken? Yeah. Like, I don't know, that should be the two most dramatic things. Do you, in do you think it'd be a really. I mean, do you think it'd be a big disservice if Kirito came back 
And then was like, oh, let me defeat the bad guy, and then does it. And like, oh, does like all the stuff Alice did. Or all the other people, all the other manic characters. Do you see that I happening? Honestly, I, I expect it to happen. Because he was gone everything, this entire season. Everything about Sword Art has led me to believe that'll be the case. Hmm. So overall, what would you uh, what would you give this season? Um, I'm gonna say six, but I'm gonna check if I actually rated it because I'm not sure. Yeah, I gave it a six as well. What was your what, okay? So, what was your favorite and least favorite part of the sh- of the season? Like, what are some positives um, and negatives? Positives are the fights are much better than like any of the fights Kirito and Yujio had. Um, well, maybe that's not the case, but positive, I guess, is the action and the introduction of old characters. Cause I miss some of the old characters. I, I like the like students. They, yeah, uh, the students are back. I really like them. Cause that was one of like the most, the like well-written arcs is Agreed. them being saved. Agreed. Um, so that's good. Old characters being introduced in a way that's actually meaningful is always good. Um, and the weak part is just like the sidelining of girl characters like they do every season. Because I remember like, like the author was like, oh, I'm going to stop writing like this. And women are going to be a lot more front and center in my anime going forward. And I guess, yeah, he kept his word. Alice was the main character for this season. But I just can't help but think like once Kirito wakes up. It's going to be like, oh, it's the Kirito show again. Or maybe Asuna's going to help. Because that's the other thing, too, where it's like, I could just see Asuna and Kirito be like, oh, yeah, it'd be like old times. Let's kick ass. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the day, I'm trying to think, like, what the fuck is the point of all this? Like, okay, they're going to defeat the American guys. And then and then what? Like, the Japanese government's like, hey, you guys, stop, stop doing that AI research shit. We're going to sink your turtle boat. <laughs> sink your turtle. Like... <laughs> At the end of the day, yeah. like, where the fuck does this go? Like, yeah, honestly, the biggest problem Sword Art has is that, like, the author has no knowledge on how to extrapolate game, like, into real world. Like, like the... whenever there's a, a clash with, like, real world consequences, the show suffers. Everything is setting and characters are fine as long as they don't leave the game world. But then he's like, and this character has to come out of the game now. Yeah, like, my whole thing is, like, I think they should just pay it off with. Asuna and Kirito get married in real life, and that's it. Show's over. Like, that's the fucking <laughs> draw. Like, how much more crazy shit? Like, this is like the fourth game Kirito's, like, tested since they got out of Sword Online. Yeah. They should do something dramatic. Bad. I'm only going to be happy with something dramatic. Like, Alice sacrifices herself so no one can have a weapon. Sure. Kirito Kirito tries to fight and stop her, but he loses to her. And then yeah. she takes her own life. There you that go. would be pretty cool. <laughs> but I want Kirito to fail, and I want a girl character to make her own choice. There you go. All right. Well, I don't know. I, I enjoyed the show without Kirito. Uh, it was an easy watch. Um, the, sto- the, 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 the Some of the side stories were good. The, mm-hmm. the, like you said, the introduction of old characters was great to see. Um, I think the previous season is a stronger show. You think so? Yeah, because instead of having a harem, Kirito's love is focused on, like, brotherly love with Yuji. <laughs> and yeah. 
and like one of the better stories other than uh yuki and asana mm-hmm. in the first one um is usual and kirito teaching it their two students and saving them yeah true and that's like the top of sword art for me every gun gal show has been terrible the alternative one was absurd in the ending yes where she's just suddenly friends with that type of person <laughs> yes it was you all along yes yeah but that's okay because you're yeah you're a famous singer and you're nice to me but terrible and psychotic to everyone else yes you're like what it's not how people uh, yes so yeah i gave it a six as well i mean it wasn't to me it wasn't bad like it was nice seeing kirito not get screen time like you can definitely see they're writing him like, oh, he's so powerful because when he doesn't have his swords nearby, he can moan or something. I don't know. Emotion. <laughs> Cry. Uh-huh. Like when Kirito show- or when Austin showed up, he like cried. Like, what? Are you in a vegetable state or not? What are you? Yeah. I, uh, it's in line with what I actually rated it. I, I gave it a six. I was right. And I gave the previous one a seven. Yeah, well, there you go. I thought it was the best sword art other than the four episodes with Yuki. So do you think this is the final chapter, or do you think there's more after the next season? No, no, there's going to be so much more. Uh, I don't know, It's never going to end. Ep- so the next... never become an adult. <laughs> so here's the thing, man. Do you know when the next season starts airing? No, I have no idea. April. Well, that's a while. But I mean, at this rate... No, it's going to be here, like, next week. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking text I record, probably. Be like, oh, yeah, we watched that. Fucking yeah. July. And it's, only gonna be, it's only going to be 11 episodes, too. I mean, I I, 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 I hope they don't Shows Kirito standing up, up in, in, in the main art, so. Um, he he's standing up, up and he, he only has one sword. And Alice and Yujio are both gone. Huh. They show Alice, like, down with, like, a sword in her, actually. What? Dang. I I hope she kills herself to not be... Jesus! Herself. It's cliche, but it would be it would be good. Uh, all right. And they show that stupid gun gal girl. What? They Camel do? Toe sniper. She's oh. in the new one. Oh, she's always been there. She's, like, canon now. Seen I hate on. that character. Yeah. Yeah, she's canon now. So, yeah. She should have been licked into oblivion by the bad guy. All right. Well, that is that. Anything else you want to say before we head off? No, that's that's it for me. All right. Well, hopefully in the next episode, we won't be recording in July, and we won't be recording about Sword Art Online. Be on the lookout for our top five of 2019, and... A special episode looking at the last decade of anime. Our favorite anime of the 2010s. Which is the entire lifespan of my fandom. Oh, man. 2011 is when I started, so... There you go. Alright. Thanks, everybody, for listening. This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. 
You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.